You're listening to Renegade Broadcasting. Solar Storm. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you June 20th, 2021. Thank you so much for joining me here on Renegade Broadcasting as we officially head into summer, although it certainly has felt like summer down here in Florida already. We've got quite a bit more heat to get through before we get any kind of relief. I want to encourage everybody to check out RenegadeTribune.com and, of course, head on over to HeathenHerbs.com. As I've done in recent weeks, I'm going to be going through some news stories here in the first half of the show, and then I will bring in Sinead to discuss some things that have been going on that she can help enlighten us on. She's been writing some more stories over on Renegade Tribune, and it has certainly angered some people who have been exposed. All right, so let's start with Sesame Street. That's an interesting place to start, right? Here's a little story. Sesame Street introduces family with two gay dads during Pride Month. Yes, rainbow of diversity. This is just great. There are some new faces on Sesame Street, and therefore Sesame Street has been pushing a lot of propaganda. I recently posted a video about Elmo explaining the the benefits of vaccination to little children. So they like to cram a whole bunch of degeneracy down the children's throats. Uh, They introduced uh, an autistic child recently just to help normalize how, well, autistic children are everywhere now. Not linking, of course, the vaccinations and autism. And guys, there are no safe vaccinations. I love how people are all saying, This isn't a vaccine. Vaccines are beneficial. This COVID shot is something different. Vaccines are not beneficial. Not at all. They're very detrimental. Anyway, uh, you know, you've had Macklemore on Sesame Street doing a a version of his thrift shop, something like that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous what they're cramming down children's throats these days. But uh, who's doing it? Well, I'm just looking at this article here. Uh, on the episode, Nina introduces her brother and his husband, played by Chris Costa and Alex Weissman. Oh, a gay Jew. That's that's a double whammy. Okay, so let's now talk about a, a degenerate Jew from New York City. This is a story that just uh, came out today, it looks like. 
Manhattan City Council candidate caught with dominatrix in leaked video. What's this guy's name? Oh, Zach Weiner. We are familiar with a Weiner out in California who essentially made child prostitution legal, child rape for money, yeah, legal, and or decriminalized. And we are also aware of a Weiner uh, from New York City who was uh, caught with some pretty damning material, and we haven't even heard all about what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop. But this is a different Weiner, a different Jew. He's 26 years old, and a video surfaced of him enjoying a BDSM session, and he is proud of it. Yeah, he has said that he is a proud BDSMer. I like BDSM activity. And he says, I didn't want anybody to see that, but here we are. I'm not ashamed of the private video circulating on Twitter. This was a recreational activity that I did with my friend at the time for fun. <laughs> so it looks like he might have actually had this released by his campaign manager. Camp- this is from New York Post. Campaign manager Joe Gallagher told the Post they had reported the account to Twitter who had posted it. But then the this campaign manager, I think, was the one who sent it to the New York Post. They sent he sent the video to the New York Post. It's probably a way to just generate publicity for this guy because he had barely raised more than $10,000. Now, here's an interesting part. Zach's father, Eric Weiner, is a co-creator of the children's television show Dora the Explorer. Oh, that's interesting. These Jews with their degeneracy and their influence. It's pretty pervasive, isn't it? Now, let's turn to another story from New York City. Let's just play the beginning of this clip from For New York. This is uh, uh, NBC. I-Team investigation. It was bedlam. A year ago this month, parts of the city were rocked by rioting and looting. Stores from the Bronx to Midtown to Soho gutted by roving mobs, taking advantage of the George Floyd protest and the pandemic. Now, the NYPD did make hundreds of arrests, but more than a year later, a great majority of the criminal cases against suspected looters have simply been dropped. Chief investigative reporter Jonathan Deans looked into what's not been done about those who destroyed parts of the city that night. John? Yeah, Adam, what? Real quickly, the guy talking, Adam Cooperstein. Jews everywhere. It's all Jews. <laughs> Last year, the NYPD and mayor were blasted for the handling or mishandling of the mobs that ransacked parts of the city. Now, more than a year later, there are serious questions for some district attorneys about how they handled or failed to handle those charged with the rioting and looting here last summer. And to, so just imagine if these had been white people, you better believe that they would be strung up, hung out to dry. There would be no leniency towards them, but the black criminals, you can't punish them. That's racist. Now let's turn our focus to Israel. This is from the Jerusalem Post. Does Nikki Haley's road to the White House start in Jerusalem? Well, it damn well better. Israel should not be fighting alone, said the former U.S. ambassador to the U.N. on a solidary mission to Israel's rocket-ravaged south. Just as a reminder, Nimrata, which is Nikki's real name, Nimrata's uh, not a good person. She was Trump's ambassador, and, which made her super based, but 
she did so much, so much against white people, so much for Israel. And even when she was, what was she, governor of South Carolina, she was the one leading the charge against Confederate monuments. What a base GOP politician. It is too much, former U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley whispered under her breath after she had spontaneously hugged an Ashkelon resident whose home had been damaged by a Hamas rocket during the May War. It wasn't a war. It was was more slaughter against innocent people. And yeah, it is too much. What they did to Gaza. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, her house had been damaged. Do you know how much damage was done to the Palestinians? Tears had swelled up in both their eyes as she wrapped him in her arms outside his rubble-strewn home. Oh, so persecuted. Haley arrived in the country last Friday as part of a solidarity mission organized by Kufi, our good buddies at Kufi, Christians United for Israel, which has 10 million members and is considered the largest pro-Israel Christian organization in the United States. We represent 10 million plus people in America, and these people very much want to say to you, Israel, we have your back, said Pastor John Hagee. So yeah, he was over there with with Haley, with Nimrata. And so there's a a lot of speculation. Have a 2024 run at the White House. And Jerusalem Post says, Out of the pack, Haley is one of the most viable and high-profile candidates, although she has made no formal announcement of plans to run, nor was she willing to make any comment on the subject while she was in Israel. So it goes through why it's just so important to get the Israelis on your side if you want to win the White House. Basically, the key to the White House goes through Israel, is what the article is admitting. Now, let us turn to some some racial politics for a little bit. I have so many stories here that I wasn't able to properly put them in a good order, but hopefully this uh, makes some sense. We're just going to bounce around here today. This is from Reuters. U.S. to take steps against white supremacy five months after the attack on the U.S. Capitol, who, by the FBI and other intelligence agencies? Come on. The Biden administration on Tuesday will unveil steps for federal and local officials and social media companies to battle national security threats posed by white supremacists and militia groups. U.S. Attorney General and Jewish supremacist Merrick Garland will release a plan for increased information sharing, additional resources to identify and prosecute threats, and new deterrents to prevent Americans from joining dangerous groups. Oh yeah, Biden's also put out this thing where he is telling family members to snitch on each other, Soviet style, in case they might be getting radicalized by the wrong people, so that their pre-crime program can step in and and make sure that uh, we deal with these domestic threats. And the biggest threat to our national security is white supremacism, white people not hating themselves. The administration conducted a sweeping assessment earlier this year of domestic terrorism that labeled white supremacists and militia groups as top national security threats. The issue took on new urgency after the January 6th assault on the Capitol by supporters of then-President Donald Trump who were trying to overturn Joe Biden's election victory. So, yeah, that's you get you get where this is going. I don't need to continue with that. It's just one more story in a long line of stories about how white supremacists are going to be targeted by by the administration. Okay. 
you're just going to create more so-called white supremacists who see what is taking place. But good, go ahead. Prosecute, persecute, do it. Throw us in the Jew logs. Come on, do it. Do it, you feeble pieces of garbage. Half cocked, they're waiting for the right moment because they know if they don't do this right, they're going to have so many angry. They did in the collapsing Soviet Union. And these politicians will have nowhere to run. That's why they haven't done it yet. They legitimately are scared of white supremacists in the military, in the police force, in the intelligence agencies, everywhere. Oh, the white supremacists are everywhere. It's a vast white-wing conspiracy. It is, though. There are people who agree with all of the facts that we state because they're so obvious all over. Many of them don't speak up either because they're cowards or because they're biding their time. But uh, this is a real threat to them. Don't be mistaken. They are not all powerful. Although they seem to, to act like it sometimes. Let's, let's call their bluff once in a while. All right, let's turn to the National Review, a terrible publication. CRT invades the law schools. So it goes on, talks about how critical race theory, which is just uh, white genocide promotion, let's, is really being taught instead of actual laws and everything. It's, and you know, how the legal system works. This is what's being taught to people who are going to be the new lawyers. So this is, you know, pretty interesting because laws aren't going to matter very much soon. What's going to matter is basically white equals bad, non-white equals didn't do nothing within the legal system, or as I like to call it, the judicial system. So uh, things are getting worse as critical race theory invades the law schools. On her dissident prof blog, Mary Graber has posted an excellent piece by Professor Matthew Anderson on the harm of CRT. Anderson writes, CRT along with BLM is a pleading tool, a position taken up by an organized or more accurately by an incited coalition of individuals and institutions opportunistically advancing a synthetic complaint in the public forum, especially through media, universities, and government organizations. Yes, it's systemic, isn't it? Isn't this anti-white CRT systemic? And isn't it racist? Indeed, CRT, anti-white uh, white genocide uh, propaganda, is actually systemic racism. Isn't that interesting? These are needed to create the impression that their argument has an historical basis and possesses moral weight. The sufficiently articulated demands can be seen as a path to both social and legal relief through remedies of financial damages and restitutions and through policy that codifies its demands and interests, despite any constitutional violations. So this is what we just heard about recently with all these charges against black rioters and looters being dropped in New York City. This is CRT invading the law schools in action. I mean, part of it. Obviously, these people within the uh, judicial system in New York City have long been proponents of the anti-white ideology. That's why you have the DAs dropping these charges. And I'm sure there's also pressure on them from above. It's not like these people are always independent actors. It's a well-oiled machine. It's a network of Jewish supremacists 
Now let's turn to, I guess, what could be a, 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 some good news. Cheryl Atkinson, who's a, an award-winning journalist who is over on Gab, had posted this on her blog. White farmers win fight against discriminatory criteria for federal COVID relief. So, yeah, this is good news that they are putting up some kind of legal opposition to systemic racism. But is it really going to do anything towards the disadvantaged white people? I don't know. We'll see. A Wisconsin federal court has temporarily stopped payments in a federal farmer loan forgiveness program that allocates benefits on the basis of racial categories. Twelve farmers and ranchers across nine states filed the lawsuit against the Biden administration, saying that they are not eligible for relief because they are white. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 directs the United States Department of Agriculture to give preferential treatment to businesses owned by women, veterans, and people who are socially and economically disadvantaged. The federal law uses a controversial critical race theory definition of socially and economically disadvantaged that can only include minority groups. The court entered the emergency injunction temporarily halting payments in the $4 billion program, stating that the white farmers are likely to succeed on the merits of their claim. A Texas court recently temporarily halted a program for restaurants under the same federal program for the same reasons. Several other courts have ruled similarly and enjoined the Biden administration from administering the COVID relief program on a discriminatory basis. Yep. Well, it is. I mean, it goes completely against the law. What they're doing is white genocide, and it's illegal. Not just because it's genocide, but because of the laws that are in place against discrimination in this country. They think they can get away with it just because discrimination against white people isn't real discrimination. Yeah, it is. And it's genocidal. And I'd love to see all of the people behind this white genocide program put on trial, put in the docket. Let's get it done. That should be the ultimate goal. And then we can discuss how they are dealt with after they are found guilty. You know, there are many ways, many creative ways as well. So there is this woman who's been making the rounds. She was from North Korea, and she's talking about how, the, how all the anti-white ideology is worse than what they've been teaching in North Korea. Even North Korea is not this nuts, she says. And... She graduated from an Ivy League university. She is from Colombia, which is very, very much anti-white and has been for a long time and very pro-Jewish, of course. But she goes and, and talks about how basically in North Korea, they are taught to hate the American bastards. But at Columbia University, she says literally every professor was saying that the problem we have in today's world is because of white men how they colonized Africa, how they colonized Asia. That's how they messed up everything. And they are the one who is to be blamed, Park said. And I couldn't believe it. Am I sitting in a North Korean classroom or in America? I couldn't believe it. Why are people hating their own people that much? Well, it's you're, you're a little bit confused, Miss Yen, Yenmi, Yeonmi Park. I have no idea how to say that name. Uh, you're a little confused. It's not why people are hating their own people that much. It's why a foreign group is ruling over America and teaching everybody, including white people, to hate white people. Why is this alien group, which constitutes supposedly 2% of the population, able to come in and commit a genocide against the majority? 
Why is this being allowed? Oh, because of the Holocaust. So you have to understand, we're able to genocide all you filthy white goyim because, you know, the Nazis genocided us and we don't want that to ever happen again. We said never again, never forget. So what we're going to do is destroy all the white goyim so we're not threatened ever again. Okay? Capiche? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I, I understand where you're coming from, Jew. Doesn't mean I'm going to go along with it. And we have this, uh, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos being as anti-white as Jeff himself. They might disagree on some things, like Jeff's sexual habits, but she, she agrees with him about how the racial reckoning in America is a really good thing. But of course, Jeff does not put his money where his mouth is and actually help disenfranchised uh, non-whites. No, he just exploits them. But his ex-wife is giving a bunch of money to some interesting groups here. She took some of the money she got from their divorce, $2.7 billion to be exact, and gave it to Hyas, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, which loves flooding our country with non-whites, uh, an open borders lobby, and pro-censorship groups, along with racial justice NGOs. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that, that, thanks. Thanks, Mackenzie Scott. Yeah, it, it's just so ridiculous. Is she even Jewish? I don't know. But she certainly likes to, uh, likes to give to these very Jewish groups like Hyas. And also, uh, Muslim Advocates, which is basically the ADL for Muslims. So it's, it's not just Jews that are getting some of her money. It's basically anybody who is fighting against the white man. And let's not forget about sticking it to the white women as well. Over in the UK, there was a, uh, actually seven women who were sexually assaulted or raped by the same man during a three-week period. And their attacker was a known sex offender. Oh, and he was a black man. And her, uh, the attacker... It was a uh, 24-year-old named Joshua Campbell Victorin, and he had been jailed for 12 months for sexual assault and GBH. I don't even know what that is. But he was let out after serving half the sentence and then only <laughs> and breached his bail conditions and was recalled to prison. But yeah, this guy, known sex offender, had to only got to serve uh, half his sentence and just got out and, well... Went and raped seven white women over the course of three weeks. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, he wanted to get as many white women as possible for, before he was caught again. It's just, it's just so sick. But black people can't commit crimes in today's world. They need to be let off the hook every single time. That's the case with a, another black person over in the UK who uh, was possessed child porn and uh, was allowed to become a cop again. All right, let's look at this story from the Daily Mail. Top cop who was tipped to be Met's first black commissioner is allowed to return to work despite being convicted of possessing child pornography as tribunal rules. She was unfairly dismissed. Yes, you had child pornography, but people didn't understand the circumstances. So, come on, you, you get to be a, a cop again. You'd be a top cop. It's just, 
absolutely absurd what is going on here. And again, it's especially because this is a black woman. Now, in the UK, if you are in a high enough position, you can rape as many children as you want and still allowed to be a lord or a sir or whatever the case may be. But, you know, this this instance in particular is to help protect and elevate this black role model and just such a terrible person it looks like as well. Now, the the circumstances are a little strange where this woman's sister sent her a clip of a child being abused saying, please do something about it. Now, this cop didn't do something about it, just sat on it, I guess kept it in her collection, never reported it, and just uh, went about her business. So that's how she came in possession of at least this instance of child pornography. I don't know why she would never do any kind of investigation into it. Maybe she knew the people who were doing the abusing. Just as in the U.S., in the U.K., and with governments around the world, the predators are protected. We know that. We've done a long documentary on it, and we weren't even half done. But, yes, the predators need the protection. The children? No, no protection for them. Let's inject them. Hey, how about that? Not only do they get to be raped by uh, big political figures and also just by street gangs like the Asian grooming gangs over in the UK. But yeah, let's just uh, start doing experiments on them. Put some experimental uh, uh, experimental vaccines into their veins. How about that? And yeah, I know it's not supposed to actually go into their veins, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, And what's very interesting, very telling here is that the CDC... You know, I had been looking into this post-vaccine heart inflammation amongst youngsters. So they said, okay, we'll have an emergency meeting, you know, like a week or a week and a half from now. Okay, we'll do that. But actually, they postponed that. Like, oh, it's an emergency. Yeah, an emergency. Children with inflamed hearts. Okay, sure. We'll get to that a little later. They even postponed it further. Why? Because they needed to observe Juneteenth which happened yesterday, I don't even want to talk about the absurdity of this holiday too much. June 19th, with the dumbest name ever, Juneteenth. June 13th? 14th? Why do they call it Juneteenth? It's so stupid. And it's not even accurate. It's not when the last black person was actually freed in Texas. But this has now become the new National Independence Day. They're competing with Independence Day, July 4th, which they've labeled essentially as racist now. And this is to be the new holiday celebrated by Americans, especially black Americans. White people should not appropriate the culture too much, but just basically say, I'm sorry during this day. Sorry for slavery. I'm so sorry. And we know all the BS about why white people should not feel guilty for slavery in America, but Jews certainly should. And guys, slavery is continuing all around the world today. But uh, as I was saying, Juneteenth, the big celebration, everybody's got to now recognize it came out of nowhere. Nobody knew what it was, but Donald Trump did say that he's the one who made it famous. So he gets credit for Juneteenth, okay? He gets credit for being the daddy of the vaccine and he gets credit for Juneteenth. So say thanks Jews, but especially thanks Zog Emperor Donald Trump. Um, So in Eviston, 
Illinois, they are having the Pride Parade, and also they're having they had the Juneteenth Parade, but they had to cancel the Fourth of July Parade because. You know, we want to be really safe this year because there's still like a pandemic going on. So Pride Parade, Juneteenth Parade, no Fourth of July Parade. We're going to see this happening more and more. They're going to be getting rid of it. Fourth uh, of July, just like they got rid of Columbus Day. You know, it's racist. We're going to have Indigenous Peoples Day instead. How about that? So, yeah, that's, that's interesting. The CDC... Delaying their emergency meeting even further because we got something more important on our hands. Children with heart inflammation? No, no, no. Juneteenth, guys. We need to deal with that. Yeah, but Pride Month. Pride Month. Such a such a great month. So there's a Florida man who did a burnout on this big LGBTQ Pride crosswalk that they spent the city spent $16,000 on. And uh, yeah, he's charged with a felony for... Prejudice. And what's really interesting is that our governor, the based Ron DeSantis, had passed that anti-rioting act or something. And he this guy is actually being prosecuted. He's facing even more charges because of that anti-rioting act, because this this guy doing the burnout on the, the pride crosswalk thing uh, defaced a memorial or a monument. Or something like that. So just look at how this stuff is used. Oh, hey guys, it's so it's so base. DeSantis is going to go after BLM with this this new thing he signed. Really? Is that what he's going to do? Even if that was the Zionist intention, that's not how it's going to be used. It's going to be used against any of us, anybody who stands up against Israel, anybody who stands up against the LGBTQ preying upon children tyranny. Anybody who stands up uh, against the anti-white agenda. If you really think that these laws are going to be used to, to persecute them and not us, you're sorely mistaken. It never works that way. So yeah, this guy slapped with a felony for leaving tire tracks across an intersection because of the intersectional uh, anti-white agenda that's going on. Anyway, that was uh, in Delray Beach as a 20-year-old. And he's just so hateful. But guys, I wanted to mention that, listen, it's not the gays. It's not the Jews. It's, you really got to just think about this. You got to put the blame where it really belongs. It's the white women. Okay, I know I've been talking about Jews. But who's behind international Jewry? Who's behind all the gays? Hey, hey, Lauren here. Let's talk with Milo Yiannopoulos. Yes, let's do that, Lauren. writer and provocateur who now... Let's listen to this based Asian interview, Milo Yiannopoulos, who's been over on True News a lot, sticking it to those Jews, right? Yeah, on True News. True News is such a sham, these Christians, supposed Christians. I think they're just Jews. Rick Wiles... People are loving this guy. And then he came out with all this talk about Nazis. Oh, but yeah, Milo and uh, Milo and Lauren Witzke had their show over there. And here's a little section from this interview with Lauren Chen, where Milo just lays it all out, where he lets you know who's really behind this, the whole evil, all the evil in the world. It's not the Jews, guys. It's not the gays. Look who's enabling and empowering them. 
Uh, I, th- you know, look, the, the people who ruined the world are not homosexuals or Jews or blacks or any of the other kind of normal scapegoats. It is white liberal women. They are the root of all evil. Uh, white liberal women, root of all. This guy should be writing for the Daily Stormer. He very well might be before too long, but he's an ex-gay now. Ex-gay. Oh yeah, another thing I wanted to mention here in Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. I'm pretty sure that's where England's from, right? Somewhere around there. There were uh, black community leaders who asked the community to to not murder anybody on June 19th, Juneteenth, which was yesterday. For anybody that's listening, the day this was released on June 20th, they said, let's tone it down for 24 hours. Toning it down means not killing people, not murdering people. They have a big poster for a 24-hour ceasefire. Because with the black communities, it really is a war zone. Put the guns down, at least for 24 hours, guys. And they didn't even listen. There were murders. There were murders on Juneteenth Eve and then murders on Juneteenth as well. They couldn't even, couldn't even show each other brotherly love for a day. Just going around killing each other. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's white people's fault. And if you really look hard enough, it's white women's fault, okay, that these poor black people were murdered. White women are the root of all evil, guys. Absolutely. All right. And I just want to point this out, how we have all this talk about Juneteenth and slavery, but nobody mentions the slavery that's going on to this day. Uh, article that I found on Activist Post about how U.S. high court sides with corporate giants Nestle and Cargill in child slavery case. And this is, of course, you know, par for the course. These big corporations are not going to be brought down by some some Asian uh, former child slaves that worked at these corporate worked for these corporations essentially for free because they were slaves. But uh, the whole tab crashed, so I lost that. Anyway. What, what, what's very interesting is that this ruling came out, they ruled eight to one against the plaintiffs uh, because they didn't prove sufficiently that the corporations were tied to alleged child trafficking. And also the companies argued that they could not be sued in the U.S. for activities that took place in West Africa. Oh, okay, I thought it was in uh, Asia that some of the cocoa was being farmed. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, they make a point at the end of this article today. Organizer Bree Newsom noted the irony of the ruling on the day the U.S. Congress passed legislation recognizing Juneteenth, the day Union soldiers arrived in Texas and informed black people who had been enslaved that slavery had ended with the Civil War. We're celebrating the end of slavery, but American companies are still profiting off of slave labor. And guys, politicians have sex slaves. Just saying. Just saying, Jeff, look into Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell. But Jews can have slaves. Jews have always wanted to have slaves and find it perfectly moral because it's within the, the laws of the Torah and the Talmud. But yeah, we don't talk about all of the slavery that goes on to this day. These big corporations enslaving black people to this day, no big deal. Because you can't blame white people for it. You can't blame white people uh, for any of the slavery that's going on in the world today, really. It's either non-whites enslaving each other or Jews enslaving the non other non-whites. 
That's what's going on. So we don't talk about the slavery today because we have to focus on the slavery of yesteryear, which supposedly makes every white person guilty, even though white people are enslaved and even though only 1.4% of Americans owned slaves at the height of slavery. But this is all part of the critical race theory, the anti-white BS that says that everything that white people have in this world today is basically what they stole from others because of slavery and they put themselves on top through systemic racism and all that. Okay, I'm going to bring in Sinead here and we'll get this discussion going in a slightly different direction. Got to go renegade When lines start to blur just heard was the first song off the second CD on Van Morrison's uh, latest record project, and that is a, uh, an album that was actually sent to us by somebody. Anonymously. Uh, by Amazon. <laughs> anonymously. Yeah. And yeah, that was the end of the song. I just found it interesting on that song, all the references to going renegade and everything. So if Van does listen, we know we appreciate some of your work, and uh I've definitely used it at the end of my broadcast, of course, without permission, but I hope Van understands. The lyrics are, I don't even think they're saying go renegade. They're saying go to renegade, like literally saying go to renegade, not go renegade. Well, the whole song is about double agents and right. infiltrators. And then and it's everything. like, if you want to know who's a double agent, go to renegade. <laughs> they, I'm almost positive he's not saying go renegade. He, well... The lyrics are officially that you've got to go, got to go renegade. Oh, okay. I looked it up. Okay. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool song. The whole album is actually pretty good. Some good songs on there. Yeah, I like the one that's um, Stop Bitching, Do Something. Yeah, that's pretty much been your message for a while here. Yeah. And, of course, we know about... um, they own the media, which caused all this backlash against the anti-Semite for saying that somebody owns the media. We know it's white women that own the media, not Jews. Oh, yeah. Listen to Milo, the pederast sodomite. So I wanted to talk about... Um, well, actually, before I get to the articles you've been doing, I wanted to mention how interesting it is that... Uh, well, when I when I got my mail the other day, I just see... In the uh, rear view, big truck behind me with Renegade <laughs> written across the windshield. So I don't know if it's some kind of psychological operation, some kind of gang stalking or something. Well, going we on. have been having some, I guess you could call gang stalking with people, you know, dropping things off at our house. Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, we're going to talk about the gang yeah. stalking degenerate losers. Ooh, we're so scared, guys. Ooh, you know our address. Oh my God, it's so hard to find. Yeah, so let's talk first about the articles you've you've put out recently on okay. the Renegade Tribune, which have yeah. caused a lot of people to get upset. They well, I think it's do. this article that triggered the, uh, I don't even want to call it gang stalking, but them, you know, like coming to our house and dropping little messages for us. 
Um, yeah, because I know like anytime I ever talk about the GDL, there there are immediate repercussions. I get nonstop calls from numbers I've never heard of. I get um, all these text messages with just a little thing that's like, download this picture. Yeah, oh yeah, let me download that picture. I really trust that. So I, you know, block those numbers. I'll get random people, you know, calling, saying that I'm trying to get tranny surgery because they're calling with our names to like all these plastic surgeons. And then I'm getting people looking for someone named Dijon. <laughs> and all these things just start to happen immediately after mentioning the GDL, like my accounts being hacked and things like that. So, um, yeah, they're just cowards. Mm-hmm. That's how they operate. I mean, they are the JDL. They are a terrorist organization, the Jewish Defense League. They are, that is the GDL. They are the ADL and the the JDL. Very similar fashion. Very similar fashion. So the article that you wrote talks about their latest association with this guy named Joe Vival. He used to be a proud boy. He's been, he was a MAGA man. And he is an absolute degenerate piece of garbage. Yeah, married to a BLM supporting black woman. He talks about how we need to mold our wives with our fists while his, you know, degenerate wife runs around posting pictures like about her vagina on uh, Instagram. Yeah, her vagina is gold. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he's really molding his wife with his fist. It's just more anti-white Jewish garbage. And uh, it's disgusting, and they all laugh and joke about beating women, especially white women. Um, there are Telegram channels. I can only preview them because I'm not signing up for Telegram. I'm not giving out my phone number. I mean, these losers already have it, apparently. But it's, like, immediately linked to all your contacts in your phone and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, the new alternative platform. No, 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 thank you. So, um, but their their Telegram channels on there are so disgusting. All the ones that are associated with HT and the fascist we've we've covered that um, that guy before, and um, all of all of the GDL people. It's all anti woman stuff. Uh, why are you even covering these losers? They're, they're irrelevant. Um, why do you even expose them? It just makes you look bad. Yeah, I love that. I love how what was his name? Sean and Callie always used to call in and be like, "Guys, stop talking about this." But we've heard it so many times. From yeah. so many no, I'm not. People. I'm not going to stop talking about it because it's kind of important when these people are coming to my state and are engaging in all these antics to make us look like absolute pieces of shit. Making for... international news. Yeah, and yeah. then oh, what do you know? As soon as they leave, if they're even gone, because apparently they're coming around our house yesterday. Um. Then DeSantis, you know, has to push through all this legislation to protect the Jews. And, oh, the Jews need more money for security. And it's it's so obvious. Um, I hope that anybody that was still somewhat hanging on to HT and the GDL being a legitimate thing um, now can see when they have Jovi Vall coming on. I mean, are they name, not even trying to look legit anymore? His last name is Sephardic. Is Sephardic. Now, he spells it a little bit differently. No, right? no. But, he officially is... is his last name is Vall. It's V-A-L-L-E. kind of like his stage name. Oh. V-A-L-L-E is his so official he's, he's surname. he's shortened it then. Yeah. Because everyone caught on that he's a slimy, slimy Jew. So, yeah. So um, we covered him. Whenever they're brought up, we get all these comments yeah. coming in. Stop talking about this. And, and also, you know, bringing up the same points over and over again about how you're a feminist. You yep. ruined Renegade. Yeah. And they used to, they used to like Kyle, but then Sinead came around and just ruined everything. I've been here since the beginning. Like, I, I don't, I really don't get that one. And also, the, the, they make 
just retarded points over and over again. This it's really honestly there's the same ones rehashed by yeah. by different people, different yeah. accounts. Yeah. Um, but what was really interesting was once I banned one of these guys from both uh, Renegade Broadcasting and Renegade Tribune, and he wasn't necessarily even commenting on that one article, but just seems like that article might have triggered him. Mm-hmm. Then he came over to Gab, started up a couple of Gab accounts just to yeah, tweet and at post me, our address, just to tweet at me and post my post <laughs> our address and say, uh, "Do you live around here, or is Kyle Hunt not your real name?" Yeah. And so he posts the address, and then I think it was just a day later. We uh, we got a little visit. We got a bag with rocks in it and some pieces of paper. I, I just dismissed it as you know roofing company. I or knew something. immediately when I walked out the door that it was the GDL because I had heard something about how they're throwing these Ziploc bags full of rocks out, you know, with pamphlets. Um, and you know what's weird? Uh, yesterday evening, I just had like this restless feeling. I don't know why. I like couldn't really relax and just sit down and chill. I was like, I need to go do something. I don't know. Let's go for a walk. And when do I ever get the idea to go for a walk at this time of year? Because it's like gross out, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's go for a walk. And all three of us walk out. And what do we see right on the front, uh, on the driveway? Well, there were two in our driveway. And then they, and then I thought they had put them all around our neighborhood. Um, but they just threw like two on our driveway and then one on our neighbor's driveway. Maybe a few other places around there. Yeah. But one of them drove, I don't know where they live, but one of them drove over just to do that, just to flex and be like, we know where you live. Wow, cool. Real, oh, we're so scared. Mm-hmm. You're throwing up Ziploc bags I could, I could on our... I sleep last I night. Bear, no, no, I was just so scared. GDL is out HT, there. he ordered his minions over to put bags of rocks on our on our front door. I really wish, I'm usually outside in the front a lot, you know, working on gardening and stuff like that. I really wish I was there when they drove by so I could like get the license plate number or just, you know, give them a nice little wave. Hey, how's it going? We know you're Jewish terrorists. So yeah, mm-hmm. have a nice day. Oh, but people really are accusing you of just all this infighting when you... Oh, well, well that's always been... Graham Hart and he... he <laughs> the, they, but they never address what's brought up in no. the article. The, the picture of him with his brother and his brother having a with Jew the started. Jew earring. Listen, Just look at his face. But, but guys, listen. Not everybody was J-woke from the beginning. I'm so sorry. Did you ever was... wear a Jew star? Like, I, that wasn't even on in my on my radar. That you would ever that I would ever even right, star right. and not be Jewish? Like, where would you even find that? You'd have to go to like a Jewish store. What, I couldn't go to Claire's at the mall or like, you know, like one of those little cheap jewelry places where I used to get my jewelry and get a Jew star thing. You probably can now, though. Mm. You probably can now. It's probably like cool. But this was, this had to have been in like the, the 80s? I don't know. That that picture was taken? Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's very telling. Yeah. And Graham Hart threw up so many red flags. Yeah, not at first, because I was kind of, yeah. I skimmed through the old show that we did together, and he was just, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Like he's just getting started in yeah. information. Yeah, and, and then it started to turn into, well, you know, we need to go and focus our efforts on cleaning up Palestine. No, no, we don't. No, we need to focus on who's doing it to them, because they're doing it to us, too. Getting the Jewish boot off their neck. At, and and ours. ours. Yeah. But we can't even help anybody else until it's off of our neck, and, so you gotta, like... And the Palestinians can help themselves as long as Jewish supremacists exactly. aren't... aren't Exactly, them. but that was just, and you know, he's wearing his like a uh, commie fist Viva Palestine shirt in his hoax train video. I just thought it was very interesting that um, they mentioned my name in the in the article. Like, why is that relevant? 
You know what I mean? Like, how am I relevant to, to Graham Hart apparently going to jail? He did a show with you, you absolute <laughs> anti-Semite, and it had so much Like, this isn't, this isn't Cornwall. They don't know who the hell I am. Why, why well, should they even care? What's just is so ridiculous <laughs> is that we wouldn't even be able to travel to Cornwall. No, or any of these, we can't travel so anywhere. So many countries. Well, probably a lot of non-white countries, they wouldn't care if we came in. Yeah, but, but do you think we'd be able to leave this country right now, easily? Yeah, but we might COVID not be able to get crap back going in. On? <laughs> well, yeah. Honestly, I mean, sometimes I think about it. But with all this COVID stuff going on, it's a nightmare just trying to travel, mm-hmm. you know, and soon you'll have to have your vaccine passport. So, yeah, I think we're kind of stuck here. So, uh, you also did an article about Milo, and I played the clip earlier in yeah. the show when you weren't here. I mean, not, not news to anybody here. Like, surprise, surprise, a Jew is chewing... And he hates white women. Yeah, just like <laughs> that's the, the Daily TLDR. Stormer and yeah. all the commenters. Who... Oh, that was great! Like that mortal Goyle commenter yeah. that finally showed their true colors. They were like, "I didn't know this was just an I hate Andrew Anglin site because he says true things about women." <laughs> and for months, you know, for years, he's tried to blend in as a fellow renegator, you mm. know. And that's why I'm not trustworthy of people. I know I come off like a bitch, but I've just been. Fooled too many times. So something kind of related to the whole Milo crap uh, would be, of course, we, we've talked about Baked Alaska and this Chagat pedophile. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's he's a Jew, right? Yeah. Chagat. Yeah, and I'm pretty Chagat. sure his parents are extremely wealthy. Yeah. This is the one who, like, pepper sprayed his own sister and hit a woman with his car and raped a 13-year-old when, when he was, he was 18. 18. Oh, but it was consensual. No, no, that's a child. Oh, but Nick Fuentes says that Asia consent laws are actually feminist. Did BS. you play that clip? No, I haven't. I mean, that. do people even need the proof? Of course, he said that. But if you want to hear the clip, I'm pretty sure it's on the trivia. It's to increase the value of these old hags, oh. 18 plus hags. Yeah, totally. That's totally it. You know, there are no men out there that want to protect women at all. It's just all of these evil, fat feminists that want to, you know, increase their sexual market value. These, these, um, these laws were most likely. Obviously, you know, I know the, the w- women's rights had a lot to do with it, but men were also involved in protecting children. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a feminist ideal to protect children. At the time, women, of both sexes. women couldn't have just been behind a, a push to get something. Right. Men would have had to be like, you know what? You guys illegal. are right. And I don't like how my daughter was hurt by this guy. And I don't like how my son. Yeah. Right. This isn't just about protecting Girls, this is about protecting boys. Well, as these, well, none of these people who advocate for the abolition of uh, of these age of consent laws actually have children of their own. Right, they're just predators. They just want to prey on children. Yeah, and and people like Chaggett and probably Fuentes as well. But Chaggett basically thinks that like prostitution should be subsidized by the government. Basically, yeah. like sexual socialism so all these poor poor men who have it so hard that can't get laid when i mean this is the most easiest time in history to go buy sex i'm not saying i'm not saying it's good but you're really saying you can't find anybody um but yeah that's why they don't want to have to pay for it they want it to basically be subsidized by the government well he does say that uh prostitution uh making it illegal is anti-male yeah, it's anti-male. But, mm-hmm. and, oh, who's a big proponent of prostitution as well? Anglin. All and these guys when, have this, it's intersectional yes. anti-womanness. <laughs> and when we speak of prostitution, that's not just women. Yeah. We're talking men. Girls. Children. Girls. Boys. You know, innocent people. Even people with mental retardation who can't consent. You know, that are preyed on like JF, Mama JF. Mm-hmm. Clearly mentally handicapped. And, and JF's other, JF Garapi's was also other girlfriend. 
And let's not forget that J.F. Garapi took 20 grand from Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein, the child trafficker. Or was it 25? I forget which one. Yeah. It was a lot of money, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't it matter if it was only $10. If he's taking money from a child trafficker who has After profited off convicted. of abusing probably not only white girls, but probably boys too. And, and guys, you just have to remember the Lenin quote. When you're, when you're thinking, oh, Sinead's just calling everybody a shill. Think of the Lenin quote, the best way to control the opposition. How, what is it, Sinead? To lead it yourself? Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think what's really telling is that anytime you criticize these shills, you'll get flooded with Hasbro. But you can look on any comment section out there that's talking shit about Kyle and I. There's, like, crickets. Nobody's in there like, oh, well, Sinead is actually, and Kyle is actually, and that's fine because we don't need a troll army. You know, we know what we're doing is pure. We know our intentions are pure. But that is very telling to me. You can go talk shit about us all over the place. No one's, not all, all these accounts aren't going to flood in and be like, you're a mud shark. Or like, mm-hmm. you you know, just, it, it's crazy. Or the few times that people do actually just present factual information, they'll all be called Sinead. Yes, like, oh, yes. Part of the it's me with my many, six million. How many times has he been yeah. accused of being you? Oh, he gets me. accused of being us all the time. The one or two commenters on BitChute or Gab, you know, will sometimes right. say, no, actually, you're wrong. They And even when people, um, you know, like claim I'm this and that, like, I don't really get upset by it because I think it's good to not trust. Like anybody, oh, yeah. you know, um, you, you could be like, yeah, you know, this person says a lot of good stuff and, uh, you know, might support them, um, share their work, but it's not like they're holier than thou and can't make any mistakes. And, you know, you gotta be like so loyal to them. It's, that's fine. You yeah. know, if people don't like me, that's okay. <laughs> I but, will sleep at night fine. But when you come into our comment sections, attacking us calling us X, Y, and Z, of course we're going to ban you. Right, when you're like... It's not because we're trying to hide the truth. We're just not going to let somebody into our house who's coming and trying to assault us. Right, go start start a blog about us like everybody else. Go upload the same six million pictures, you know. The best is how everybody takes that write-up that was done by silent nationalist majority. And just copies and pastes it. It's so funny. All the arguments just right there for you to have. The best thing about that site, that silent nationalist majority, well, we should tell the backstory of the guy who runs it, maybe, to refresh people. But the best part about it is they have an endorsements page, and it's like three people. Ernst Zundel, Tabitha, (laughs) and Colwyn. The Trinity. Because, you know... They're they're on par. They are at the same level of uh, activism. Tabitha, you know, actually, I think she's done more than Earth Sundle. I do. I, do. I really think and her shows about more. yonis and like eating <laughs> animal organs. I think that's actually done more for um, for the movement than Earth could have ever done. White wellness. Yeah, and the white well being. But yeah, I just thought that was really funny about the silent nationalists. I all of a sudden they're like, oh, we can only endorse these three people. So, um, basically, this guy, he also runs English News or something, right? Yeah, and he had been a big true guy. Yeah, he was interviewed on Red Ice a long time ago. Um, I totally forget his name again. But Daniel? Had, yeah, something like that. He, yeah. had tried to, he had tried to come on Renegade, you know, be a big contributor. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, we just ran into a big problem there with this guy. Well, remember, it was, I, I had commented on one of his articles... And he started deleting all of my comments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you can't just delete my comments. Like, I'm probably going to oh, sue yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I think he, you know, he's like, I've dropped the papers in the mail. I'm going to sue you. And then he had he had shared this silent nationalist majority site with us before we were on it. <laughs> um, 
And I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I guess this is interesting, but... Um, oh, and he featured a video in basically exposing the shit, like, shills or something. Wasn't it a David Duke video? Or what, yeah, what was it? yeah, it was something like that. And it was like, I just said, okay, dude, this seems like a limited hangout. I think maybe that was what the article was about, and I was questioning the validity of this site. And then he's like, "Well, my friend that runs it when it when oh, it was actually yeah. him that ran it, it was just such a yeah." He was dumb saying thing. that it was his friend who was running the Silent Ma- Nationalist Majority, yeah. so he wasn't responsible for right. it. Yeah. But it's obvious they're the same it was exact the same person. template as his other thing. It was yeah. the same IP address. So, yeah. So when he got found out, like all of these guys do, they start to freak out and start to get all defensive. And they're like, well, I'm going to sue you and I'm going to post your address. And um, I'm going to call your phone number. You remember, just think about how many people we've dealt with like this. You remember Giacomo Vallone? Oh my God, yes. Giacomo, who's actually Jackson. Jackson Gupta. Yeah, Yeah. who's an Indian Jew. So yeah, we've been dealing with this kind of thing for a long, long time. We've seen their tactics over and over again. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. And it's really what Van Morrison is talking about in that Double Agent song. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it all the damn time. Yeah. And I I just wish more people um, spoke out against it because these people are automatically speaking for you if you don't say, you know, we're not with these people. And that's why you have people like Chaggett who endorse, you know, raping children and Nick Fuentes and all these people representing you, unfortunately. Even if you're not part of the right wing and all of that, unfortunately, we all get grouped in with them because apparently um, the right wing just cares about white people, which is so untrue. And when you got Baked Alaska going out yelling about white boy summer with this boy Did you talk about the Catholic charity? No, I I was going to get to that. I I meant to. Uh, So it's really pretty interesting when you you look into this, this guy PPP. Yeah, I don't even understand who PPP is. Is it the greasy, sweaty guy? Yeah, yeah, Daka Daka. Daka Daka. Okay, like I don't really know who they are. I don't, I'm not necessarily endorsing them, but they've got some very good information on Baked Alaska and this Catholic, Catholic charity that's run by a Sephardic Jew who's not only just a Catholic priest, but he does, yeah, he's an exorcist and he does like spiritual healing and all of this. And this very virtutes or virtutes, I don't know how you say it. It's basically like a bathhouse club. (laughs) So it's for males between like 20 and 30 something, I believe. And it's for them to take a vow of chastity. So let's let's, let's explain how this is all connected. Yeah. When somebody donates to Baked Alaska's live stream. The IP2 or whatever it is. This was how it was set up. He might have changed it now. Yeah. It wouldn't actually be processed into Baked Alaska's account. People were checking where their money was going. Yeah. And it was going to this... Um, Viri Virtutes. Yeah, Viri Virtutes A charity. So it's a charity it's, run by this Catholic scammer who is an exorcist. Who's laundering money for Tim GNA, and, who's already a wealthy little mm-hmm. goblin. And so the... Obviously a Jew, too. Yeah, his parents are like wealthy as well, super and, wealthy. And his parents run another... Uh, yes, the Christian Russian scam. encouragement ministries, which really reminds me of Lana and their Word to Russia Christian organization that they had. And, um, you know, what a great way to not have to pay taxes and to launder money. What better way to do that by, than by setting up a religious organization, just like Lana's father did, just like um, Tim Baked Alaska is doing. 
I wouldn't be surprised if all of these shills are funneling their donations through charities. I know HT had registered Handsome Truth LLC as well as the Madame X Boudoir in their local business like registration. So that's interesting. Why would some truth seeker set up an LLC, a limited liability corporation to take donations? Why do you need an LLC? It's very expensive to set up an LLC, by the way. Mm. I had to do it when I tried it's to do my private practice. Bucks, right? Uh, if not more. Yeah. So why? I don't know. Why do you need like extra protections if you're just taking donations? I don't know. But yeah. Um, so PPP, that guy exposed, exposed it. And, um, yeah, it's money laundering. That's what it is. And why would the Catholic church be tied to a obvious federal agent Baked Alaska. And yeah. why is Baked Alaska giving a platform to this child rapist, Chagat, and to just make content? And it's so crazy that Baked Alaska is getting sending his money to this very virtutous organization. In which, Tucson, which Arizona. is specifically for young Chastity. men who take a vow of celibacy. Yep. And it's just so But then you crazy. have Baked Alaska going around, you know, just hooking up with girls, mentally ill girls, of course, because that's their, you know, that's their preferred kind all over the place those aren't very catholic virtues are they you know doing drugs and drinking and partying and then it's going right to father gorabe or how do you say it charlie gorabe i don't know but he's very creepy with looking his, with his army of vol cells <laughs> voluntary celibates yeah i uh, i know you wanted to talk about some incel story Oh, yeah. I don't really know the ins and outs of the story, but I've seen, you know, all the incel types celebrate it. It kind of reminds me of that, um, who was that, like, Hapa kid that apparently gunned down a bunch of girls? He was, like, an actor as well. Do you remember him? Oh, Eli yeah. or... Uh, what, a I don't, Jewish movie-making yeah, father? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. But there's this new one where apparently this, like, white teenager cheerleader was killed by some, I think, white incel. And I was listening to um, the the ceremony because apparently you need to invite you know all of the media to the funeral of your daughter because you know that's what grieving parents do they're like oh yeah bring in all the major news networks so we can recite our speeches um and it was just the most obviously fake thing ever like whoever wrote this script it was so cringy they had the girls up there being like i'll miss her tiktok dances and how she used to spill the tea <laughs> and like they're just trying to use all this hip edgy lingo wow like, it was so obviously fake. And, I, and real quick, what they're focusing on now, this is what they're doing after all these tragedies like Sandy Hook. It's all the Baha'i faith mm -hmm. that they're programming people for. So it's basically they're, these actors are modeling how they want us to respond to death in the future and to sad events. We need to focus on the positive. We need to celebrate the life that she lived. We need to just let it go. No anger. No anger. Only hope. And, you know, all the, all the siblings there are like, smiling and I found it really disturbing too how whoever wrote the script kept mentioning every time they would have a different sibling or friend read about this supposed victim um, they would always mention how the girl who was killed just loved attention she would be jealous that I'm getting attention right now oh she just loved attention do you really say that about someone that was just she killed was a little attention whore. like she she was a little attention whore and the mom was even like you know and I'd walk in and she'd be doing her TikTok dances and listening to inappropriate rap music Oh, that Christy or whatever her name was. People that have just lost a child in such a gruesome manner, they don't talk like that. 
That is not normal. That's fake. And you should know this part of an agenda when you it's see programming when you see people. the uh, Daily Stormer covering yep. and calling this guy a, a hero, hero for murdering the girl, and also when you see uh, Chagot and the, all the, them. The women shouldn't internet telegram, yep. which is doing you know a fan thing. of the GDL and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was a fake event, in my opinion. Uh, that was not real grief. If someone had just killed my daughter, <laughs> some insult, like I'd be in jail because I would be out there killing him. So I wouldn't be up there in front of all the major news networks reciting a script. A grieving mother? You think she has time to sit there and type up a freaking script? Really? Are you kidding me? And like, not a tear from anybody. Yeah. You know, they would sometimes pause. It probably said it in the script, like pause, look down count to four okay start again they would sometimes do that mm -hmm. like pretend to choke up but no uh, that's got to be a fake event and of course it plays into an agenda and you're gonna have all of these psychos associated with you know just pro-white things so yeah i'm really sick of it <laughs> yeah me too and um yeah i hope i'm out front next time the gdl stops by so i can give you a nice little high five or something when you're coming on my property. And if people really don't think the GDL are a big threat, just honestly, look at- Get your who, head out of your ass. who supports them too. Yes. So many people. There's a Zionist Report channel, mm -hmm. G, sports GDL, mm -hmm. a Holocaust Flies Exposed. Yep, same thing. Who's that Sal Salamandran guy? Um, Danny over at the Tribune shared, um, I guess, his channel on BitChute. I've never listened to him, but I guess he's some, like, Jew-naming uh, Mandarin Chinese professor that lives over in China. Hmm. I don't know. I don't understand uh, the whole thing. But he apparently was just on HT's show and has endorsed HT as a true hero and <laughs> such a great man. And I'm sorry, maybe there's like a little bit of a chance that that guy just doesn't know any better, but I'm sorry. Oh, they all help to elevate each other. Yes. It's a giant network of shit. A giant network. I mean, and they coordinate these attacks on us in their little discords and they can't fight fair. No. They can't fight fair. I mean, if you're going to come to my house, why just leave little papers? Let, show your face. Come show, show yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're you're spying on us or whatever. I mean, you don't have to even like come here to physically spy on us. I know we're constantly being listened to. So, or if you, Hi. If you want to debate something, I don't like doing debates. I don't like being on streams with other people. They won't though. But if you want me to compile all the facts as to why we have these positions, yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'll make you. Look I would like. Fools. Yeah, I would like to hear them all respond to. Uh, you know, what is this Madame X boudoir? Why are you um, hating on white women? Why are you focusing on Jews sucking baby dicks? Like, that's a priority. <laughs> We've got a global scamdemic lockdown thing, and that's that's what they're focused on? Not the vaccine that people are being injected with? No. Or Jews, Jews are, sucking Jews are baby behind dicks. feminism. Oh, yeah. That was one and of also, in people. their little packet of things that they left here... They had like some Christian crap that said, uh, you know, Judeo-Christianity is an oxymoron. Like, n n no, they're they're one and the same. They're they're just moronic. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was interesting. They're taking the whole like synagogue of Satan. We need to oppress women and put them in their place. And uh, I wonder why HT doesn't have a, a wife or a girlfriend. What is he in his like late thirties and doesn't even have a wife? Something. Gee, it must be the women though. <laughs> 
Well, must be the women's fault they don't want to be with him. He's so handsome. He's been cycling, so maybe he's he has some, clearly some been gym rat. been doping. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, thanks for paying us a little visit, guys. That was so cool. And that's pretty much all I have. Check out heathenherbs.com. I'm going to be selling um, sachets of lavender in little um, organza bags that you can put in your drawers to, you know, make your clothes smell good. So I'm probably going to be selling four to a pack. I think maybe like $8, maybe even less. I haven't really priced it out yet. So I'll have that up eventually. And I have some... New shampoo bars curing, so I'll have regular shampoo bars back soon. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be back with you again soon. Right.